Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on top. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Happy 4th of July. Good morning and happy 4th of July. Dominic Carter here with you in for Brian. Kill me today. We are live. We are local. We are on it. I hope that you're going to enjoy this day, weather permitting, the way it started out with the rain this morning. But that that should get past us. Should be a hot and humid one. I hope you're going to enjoy the day with friends and uh, loved ones. And as I said at the midnight show, I want to uh, wish a happy birthday to a great guy, a wonderful guy who's part of the uh, WABC family. That's Tomacek. A good man, a wonderful person, and and today happens to be his birthday. I hope that you enjoy it. And so we are coming out the gate running this morning. One, I'm disturbed about what happened in Philadelphia just a few hours ago. Holiday slaughter, five people killed, two kids hurt as a killer in a bulletproof vest opens fire in a bloodbath in Philadelphia. The surviving victims, a two-year-old boy and a 13-year-old boy, hospitalized in a stable uh, condition. About 10 minutes after the shooting began, police reported in Philly that they arrested a man wearing the bulletproof vest. He was also found, that is, with an AR-type rifle, multiple magazines, a handgun, and a police scanner. So this guy knew intentionally what he was uh, doing. He is um, identified as a 40-year-old man, but we don't have uh, many other uh, details. Police did not fire any shots leading up to the suspect's arrest, apparently. I'm also following this morning what is going on with the presidential campaign of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis Donald Trump, as I told you, folks, is the runaway, run away front runner in that contest. And a story, a story we're going to start out with that has basically gone under the radar screen. It really is remarkable. New York City's ex-food chief has been convicted in a federal bribery case. You know, a lot of folks are going to be eating food today. We're all going to be eating food, barbecue, and so on. I want you to think about for a second the food 
that the school children of New York City were being served. Think about this, folks. Chicken tenders riddled with bones and plastic meatballs that were utterly disgusting. I'm talking about bacteria, mold, the worst you can think of. It was being pushed to New York City school kids. And the individual has been convicted in federal court, and the charges carry the potential for 20 years in prison. It's a fascinating story, a fascinating story. Pat Russo, that's a name that may sound familiar to many of you because Pat uh, gives back civically to New York in terms of former police officer who runs the Cops and Kids Boxing Program. But in this capacity, as it relates to this story, uh, he owns a meat company, a meat company. So Pat Russo is a former NYPD sergeant and a Department of Education food vendor. Pat Russo was crucial to this story coming out. He apparently, and he's going to tell you his story uh, live in just a second, reached out to investigators on behalf of a whistleblower going back to 2015. And we say good morning to Pat Russo. Pat, are you with me? Good morning, Dominic. Yes, I am. Good, Happy Independence Day. Good morning and same to you and your family. So this story is mind-boggling. I mean, it is mind-boggling what school kids were being served to eat chicken tenders riddled with bones and plastic. What what happened here? Well, well Dominic, I, w- I want to give you the story behind the story, I guess. Um, if, you, if you read every major newspaper over this past weekend, um, Eric Goldstein, the CEO of School Food, was convicted of accepting bribes on behalf of a company, Soma Foods, that was supplying chicken tenders, yogurt parfaits, a bunch of items to the uh, to the New York City food school program. And New York City schools feed almost a million kids per day. So it's it's the number one feeding system besides the U.S. Armed Service in the world. So it's it's the premier organization to have your items served to, to our kids because it because it's so monstrous and it's so lucrative if you able to get your items on the menu. So so what happens? I I guess we got to go back in time to 2015. All, all of a sudden, there are new. There are new manufacturers presenting items to the Department of Education, and they're 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 not your Purdue these major major manufacturers, and this caught the attention of uh, school food inspector, and he says all of a sudden these companies are presenting items and. They seem to have a relationship with the school food executives. And I guess, I guess a, a bell went off in his inspector's head, and he called me up and he said, Pat, 
He says, I don't know what's going on, but uh, I think there's something there's something not kosher going on here, and it's. I think you should know about it. And for full transparency, um, well, everybody knows my background. I was a sergeant in the NYPD. Is why he came to me. But he also came to me because in 2001, I exposed a corruption scheme within the Department of Education that Commissioner Condon um, exposed, and it got a lot of press. So that's the reason that he came to me, and he he was terrified to go to the special commissioner of investigations to report it himself because he heard terrible stories about his name being exposed and the retaliation that he may face. So he thought coming to me, being an NYPD sergeant, and that I exposed it before, he thought it was better to come to me and have me do it. And... At the same exact time, two school food brokers came to me. These are people that go out, and they, these are people that present items to the Department of Education. And they were, they were experienced. They've been in the business for 10, 15 years, very experienced. And they say they came to me with the same exact information, that there's something not right. These, these manufacturers came out of nowhere, and all of a sudden they're getting their items in with the Department of Education. So me being an NYPD cop, I, I, I felt like it was an integrity test that they were doing to me. You, you know, in the police department, they do integrity tests where they... They, Pla- they, they, they plant items to see if you're going to go for it. And they see if they're going to do the right thing, right. report it to internal affairs or the proper authorities. So... So I, I did what I was taught to do. You never refer the complainant. You refer the complaint. In other words, I took all their information, and I immediately called up the Special Commissioner of Investigations Office. Actually, I called a, a retired NYPD detective that did the case with me in 2001, hoping that he would get the case and and be able to do to be able to come to a fruit, fruitful. Uh, Okay, uh, a resolution. Okay, okay. So, so let's fast forward. Let, let's get the story going yeah. a little faster here. So, okay. so they bring the complaint. The whistleblower brings the complaint to you, right? And, I call and, into yes, and, and all we know is that school children of New York City are being fed horrible food that that has. First of all, describe the type of bad food they were actually. Uh, the kids were being served. Well, well, with this particular company, they were they were going out, and it wasn't even a manufacturing company. There were just a couple of guys that were in the school in the food business that saw an opportunity to make a lot of money. They were they had a relationship with Eric Goldstein, and they thought they could. Uh, okay, I got it, Pat, but, but I need yeah. you to describe the type of food that the kids right. were being served. But because they were new to the business, they were going to find that manufacturers that really couldn't handle the volume of feeding one million kids a day. Okay, but what and, type and of what type of bad was, food? It was, it was it was chicken with pieces of metal in it, chicken with bones in it, and and chicken that were oozing out some red. So it, it was it was 
horrendous type of food. So, so wait, wait, you said chicken that was oozing out. I need you to describe, since this is radio, we're trying to get an accurate description of what the kids were being served. So you said I'm something. I'm trying to paint right. you the best picture so, I can. So, no, but you're going to the politics. For right now, yeah. I'm just asking you to describe the type of food that the kids were served. So it, you it, said, go ahead. It was It was chicken with bones in it to the point where an adult, one of the uh, school food cafeteria workers choked, and they had to perform the Heimlich maneuver. And they this, thought they were eating chicken tenders with no bones. Correct. Okay, so what else now? There, there was chicken that was chicken legs that were just oozing a red substance. It was blood, but so, it just it, right, just it wasn't cooked. It wasn't. It was supposed no, to be cooked. It wasn't cooked, cooked probably. Uh, it wasn't stored. But, so wait, wait. It, it was supposed. For Pope, for folks that don't know the story, I'm trying to to paint a picture. So it was supposed to be cooked upon delivery. Yeah, it was cooked. It comes in frozen, and the cafeteria workers cook it. So, but then the cooking is on the cafeteria workers. That's not on Correct. the meat company. Correct. Okay, but it's still the blood was oozing from the chicken. Correct. And what about the meatballs? Well, the meatballs that that would go to a whole other incident. Why this inspector was so fearful? No, no, I get it. You're talking about the yeah. politics. Please stay with me in describing yeah. the food. That's what I'm trying to well, focus on well, right there, now. There was. There was meatballs with chunks of plastic in it. Okay, with plastic in it. Okay. And so the next question becomes, Pat Russo, in, 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 the, in, the, in what, 2015 going forward up until currently, how could something like this happen where school children of New York City are being served these disgusting food items? Money, money and politics. And money and politics. So you're telling me, Mr. Goldstein, that was just convicted, Yep. You're telling me that he had singular authority for the most part of what food items could come in and when? Yes. Well, there, there is no, this is the problem. When I went to SEI, SEI kind of. What, what's that SEI? SEI is the Special Commissioner of Investigation. Okay, okay. I went to them. They rebuffed our complaints. They sent it, they sent it back to the executive, the same executives that we complain, we were complaining about, to investigate it. So we, we refused to deal with them. Then I sent it to DOI, the Department of Investigations. They, they took it, and they were pretty gun-ho about it. And all of a sudden, I got an email from the investigators that we referred it back to SEI. Frustrated, we went to the Public Advocate's Office. The Public Advocate's Office demanded also... Granted, on the phone, we were in the Letitia James' office, called up SEI and said, I want this inspector to be granted whistleblower status and told them, investigate this, and I want to report back to me. Um, okay, so how did the feds get involved? Right. Frustrated, totally frustrated, I called up the FBI Public Corruption Unit. And two beautiful woman investigators came to my office, and they took the case, and they ran with it. Okay, so they, wait, wait. So you called the FBI. I called how, the FBI. How, public how long, corruption. Oh, all right, okay. How long was it before they got back to you, if you can recall? They, they immediately got back. So when you say immediately, in a matter of hours, in a matter of days, in a matter and, of a month? In a day, they were in my office meeting with me. They took all the investigations, and they were able to prove all of our okay. allegations, okay. they so were wait. able to corroborate everything. Okay. So, so, so wait one more time here. So you reach out to the FBI because you were frustrated, 
And you call as a, a regular citizen, or did you call as a the, no, depart- I called as a retired NYPD sergeant okay. who had okay. inf- information on corruption within school food. And so you call, what, the general number to the FBI, and then they got right back to you a day later? Correct. And then they come out and meet with you. Okay, well, you know what, Pat Russo, I've got to take a break. But, folks, this is a remarkable story. A lot of food is going to be served today on this July 4th. The school children of New York City were, were, were given food that you shouldn't even give to animals. And it was all a corruption scandal. And the lead food person at the Department of, of uh, Education was convicted just last week in a corruption scandal. We're talking with the man, Pat Russo, a retired NYPD sergeant who exposed this huge scandal, which has cost the city of New York millions of dollars. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. A special 4th of July, 77 WABC presents an all-American 4th, celebrating freedom on an American original. 77 WABC, all-American. And we are back on this July 4th, 2023. Hope you're enjoying the day thus far. Dominic Carter in for Brian Kilmeade. And what we are talking about right now is a very important issue. Corruption in the New York City public school system. A lot of food is going to be eaten today, but corruption to the degree that school kids were served meats that one could almost could describe is almost like garbage. And top dollar was being paid for this, all a corruption scam. So a man who oversaw food services for the New York City school system was convicted Wednesday, just days ago, in a bribery case that picked apart how chicken tenders riddled with bone and bits of metal, literally, were served for months in the nation's biggest public school system. The former City Department of Education official Eric Goldstein and three men who founded a school food vendor company were found guilty of bribery, conspiracy, and other charges after a month-long charge and trial that is, and we are talking to Pat Russo live, retired NYPD uh, sergeant, also a Department of Education vendor himself uh, in terms of he has a meat company. And Pat Russo, 
does remarkable work in terms of leading the in the police uh, cops and kids boxing program. But he's an example how, you know, when folks say, oh, you can't change the system, he's an example of how one man can change the system. A whistleblower came to Mr. Russo, and Mr. Russo, uh, unsatisfied with the results of investigators, ultimately took the case to the feds, and the feds just did a federal prosecution and won the conviction. So, Mr. Russo, I, I want to get into the particulars. I want you to stay with me for a few more minutes, sure. if you can, uh, for at least 15 more minutes here. But I, I want you to explain this to me. You mentioned uh, yogurt treats and so on. So explain this to me. If if the Department of Education, right, has all the materials needed to make the in-house, the yogurt treat, and if the prices were very high, why would they order the yogurt treats from this company? Because they were being bribed by that company. And and it was brought to their attention that we we have the components, we have the granola, we have the raisinets, or the craisins, and we have the yogurt. We could give it to the kids and save a, a substantial amount of money, but uh, but because they had an improper relationship with this company and they were taking payoffs, they wanted a yogurt parfait. So it's as simple as that. But what what I really reached out to, you, to Dominic to, to expose was the retaliation against the whistleblower. Now, now this kid comes to me, and he comes to me with his career in his hand, and he says, Pat, I'm telling you right now, I, I am the supervisor of inspectors. So if a kid gets hurt, like that school cafeteria worker choked on a bone, it's on me. I have to make sure that we're serving wholesome, good food to our kids. I got to make sure our cafeterias are clean. That's my job. That's my responsibility. And I know if something happens, it's going to fall on me. I need to expose this. Can you help me? Now, once they discovered, because when when he went to his immediate supervisors to try to expose it, and he got rebuffed. Totally, that's not your. That's not your business. Don't worry about it. We got everything under control. When they did that, he said, or well, well, I told him, is I said we got to go to the news. This is too important. This is a danger to our kids. We have to go to the news. And we called up. I happen to know Marsha Kramer, and Marsha Kramer did a whole expose on it. And you could, you could, you could YouTube it. It's all over the place. And once that happened, they were furious. They, wait, they you, had wait, an idea. You, you said they twice. We don't know the who they is. The executives in the Department of Education okay. Okay. That, that were responsible for this. They confiscated his computer under some premise. They were cleaning his computer. Once they seen he was emailing me the information, and then all of a sudden it was on Marsha Kramer, they destroyed his career and his reputation. They orchestrated a sexual harassment case against him. They put in numerous corruption allegations. This is a kid that had 18 years on the job, had an unblemished record. They destroyed his life. That cannot be allowed to stand. We we tell everybody in government, if you see something, say something. This kid said something, and they destroyed his life. Now, I'm challenging everybody to come forward and 
with the information, because everybody in the Department of Education knows, in school food, knows what these executives did to them. And they need to come forward and and expose it. Because we, we can't have people terrified to expose corruption in the police department, in the Department of Education, where it's our children, children's lives at stake. It, it, it just can't be allowed to... To go on, and that's why I'm kind of emotional about it because I feel responsible for what happened to this kid. Is is he missed out on three promotions, and his reputation is destroyed. Okay, but wait, wait a minute, Pat Russo. Why, why, why? I can understand in, on one level why why you feel responsible, but 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 you're a whistleblower to a degree yourself. You stood up for the school kids of New York City, so how, how could you how could you feel somewhat guilty? No, but because my, I'm good, I have my business, and uh, I'm I'm okay. My reputation is is in good standing. This kid, they destroyed his career, and and he's seeing a psychiatrist. They he's had he's been in a rubber room. The he, Explain to your audience what a rubber room is in the Department of Education. Well, a rubber room, I don't know if it's still the same thing, but but when there was an allegation against a teacher, against a Department of Education official, and they couldn't put you back in the classroom, they would put you in a room in which you sit there all day basically bouncing off the walls, and and there's somebody in the room to to supervise you, or there should be somebody in the room, and you just sit there all day long every day. I don't know if it's changed uh, lately, well, Pat. Well, the, he's not in a room by himself. He's in a room where all the people around him know what they're doing to him. With zero, this is for seven, eight years now in 2023. Eight years with zero things to do. Psychologically, that's psychological torture. They're torturing him with no job responsibilities whatsoever. Sitting at a at a desk with and 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 he he's he's hispanic english is his second language they try to they try to portray him as as a dunce which is the furthest thing from the truth he's he's a mathematical genius you could give him any kind of excel spreadsheet he could tell you to your profit and loss on, so on so, it. so wait so pat so you're telling me that even though the fed swooped in even though the feds got the convictions in federal court less than a week ago, the main whistleblower, you're telling me that this young man is still being punished. He's still sitting at a desk with zero responsibility, with zero job title, anything, not doing nothing for eight hours a day. And, and just imagine that you have to sit there for eight hours a day and just do nothing. Okay, so explain this to me. So the lead official uh, that was involved in the corruption who's been convicted, uh, Mr. Eric Goldstein, explain this to me. So, and I've got to take a break, but I want you to explain this to me here. So he was responsible, yay or nay, on the products coming into the New York City uh, Department of Education. How How could he have his own separate business that was funded by those convicted with him uh, selling products to the department, that's a conflict of interest. It, it was a total conflict of interest. He was actually a part, he, he developed a partnership with them. In other words, if if the company Soma made money, he 
shared in the profits of that company. Wow. That's the arrogance and the lack of oversight mm-hmm. that's involved in the Department of Education. And it's a cycle of corruption that will go on forever if nobody does anything about it. Pat Russo, stand by on this July 4th. We are talking corruption. At, it's disgusting. At the New York City Department of Education, where our school kids were literally served garbage in terms of chicken tenders with bones, chicken tenders with metal, and just less than a week ago, the feds went in and took down the number one person responsible for bringing in food to the school children of New York City in a corruption scandal. And we are talking live this morning to Pat Russo, who is a vendor, a meat vendor for the Department of Education, a former NYPD uh, uh, sergeant and also a whistleblower himself that brought down this entire card of corruption. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. It's an all-American Ford. And good morning, Dominic Carter in for Brian Kilme this morning. We are talking to Pat Russo, retired NYPD sergeant who exposed a major corruption scandal with food services with New York City Department of Education. And I want to read the statement of the Brooklyn-based U.S. attorney upon convictions uh, less than a week ago. And the U.S. attorney says... Our children depended on nutritious meals served in schools and instead got substandard food products containing pieces of plastic, metal, and bones. He calls the case a textbook example of choosing greed over children's well-being. So, Pat Russo, I'm going to open up the uh, telephone lines for the general public uh, for anybody that may have a question for you or may want to chat with you live on the radio up to the top of the hour, the number to call is 800-848-WABC on this July 4th, 800-848-9222. So, Pat, I, I hear you. You want to protect the whistleblower that came to you. You, in turn, reached out to the feds. Folks, don't tell me that one person can't make a difference. You just heard Pat Russo tell his story of how he reached out to the feds. The feds came in to question him, and a few years later, 
fast forward until last week, they got convictions of those that have been charged with this. But, Pat, here's what I'm stuck on. So you have your own company, I believe, supplying meat to the Department of Education. What safeguards do you have in place to make sure your meat is safe? How in the hell could food be served to school kids, chicken tenders? They think they're biting into chicken, and it has plastic, bones, and metal in it. How could that happen? Well, just I I need to clarify that because I I know sensationalizing the food that was served to the kids that sells, but I'm doing this for over 20 years since I retired from the department, and and we serve the Department of Education as a whole serves good wholesome food to the kids. This these were incidents. Because of greed and because of using a company that you had an improper relationship with that wasn't fully vetted and inspected, they put the children's lives at risk. Because every day, and because I ate lunch in school as a kid, my kids, my three children ate lunch in public schools, and I would never risk them eating lunch in schools if I thought it was dangerous or unhealthy. So I don't I don't want everybody to leave and say my kid has never eaten lunch in school again. And and I don't I don't I no law I gave up my contract with the Department of Education as soon as I knew I subbed it out. As soon as I knew that the, the case was going to come to a head and it was going to be and it was going to be put out there that that myself and the inspector were part of uh the whistleblowers that that gave up the case because I if it didn't go right and he wasn't convicted and he got his job back, he would destroy my business. And this, this is how I feed my family now. So I was able to get out and protect my livelihood. Okay, so, so Mr. Right. Eric Goldstein. So, I, need it, I need that to be out there. He okay, I got it. I got it. We, we, are, being, I got yeah, it, Pat. We, we have, we, yeah, we yeah. have very limited time. So yeah. should, should Mr. Goldstein go to prison? Mr. Goldstein, here's what I hope that Mr. Goldstein does. I hope Mr. Goldstein goes to the feds and say, I'd like to give you everybody that was involved politically and. So wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. So wait, 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 wait. Pat Russo, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So now you just opened up an entire can of worms to indicate that this thing doesn't stop with Mr. Goldstein. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. The, the people that retaliated against the whistleblower have to be brought to justice, and the others involved. There were more executives involved. Wow. And, and, and the companies that were paying off. They, they, I, I just sent you an email with the trips that they were taking all over the world. Okay, so give for, me an example, because I haven't, I haven't had a chance to look at any. We're live on the air. And, right. and you, ha, you have a ton of telephone calls waiting for you that I want to try and get to. So we've got to get to the point quickly. Right. What, what are some of the trips that they, 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 they were They were paying to go to Italy to, do, to look at schools in Italy that were serving uh, the, the, the just different ways that they were serving food. But, but here's what the problem is. They were being paid for by companies doing business with the Department of Education. That would be like me as a cop taking free items from a store on my beat to make sure he gets overprotected or I look the other way if he does anything wrong. And it was being signed off by politicians saying it was okay for people doing business to pay for trips 
for Department of Education executives. That, I, I, I just can't imagine. And the public doesn't notice, but this needs to be. So I want, I want to make sure I got this right. I'm about to go to Pamela in New Jersey. We'll start yep. with her telephone call, Pat, and, and she'll be able to talk to you directly live. But I want to make sure I got this right here. So if I heard you correctly, you just said to me that this thing doesn't stop with Eric Goldstein, who was just convicted in federal court, that he might just be the front man and that it involves elected officials as well that use their sway to push these contracts to the companies, the food contracts that he wanted to go to? That, no, that, that it's, I don't have any elected officials okay. in mind, but but it's it's bigger than him. For him to get away with this and for so long and just the pattern of corruption within the Department of Education, it's going on 20 years. This could be a, this could be a a six part miniseries on Netflix. How wow. much? Twenty years of corruption wow. that I could share with you. you. You should put it on your Twitter site this way to, for for the, just for the people to get the visuals of it and to realize where the taxpayers' money. Well, is being I, I tell you what, if you do me a favor, because I, I do have to be honest with you, you sent me the YouTube videos. I looked at them this morning and almost completely threw up. Of food items that were so, so if you could send me some Twitter pictures, I'll put them up immediately so the people can see what the school kids were served. I'm going to go to Pamela in just one second, but let me start with Rocco and Saratoga. Dominic Carter here with you in for Brian Kilme. Yeah. We're talking to hey. Pat Russo. Go right ahead, Rocco. This is disgusting. This is unacceptable. Thank God there are good men like Sergeant Russo around to do this. I know he put a lot of time and effort into this. And thank you. I thank you. And, and let's expose Sharon Carter, that guy. Prison would be too good for him. God, save, the, save this country. They're doing God bless America. Thank you. There's good men like Pat around and other guys. That like that poor guy. I know the rubber room. Hey, I, Dom, I have an exclusive for you. Okay, right now, hey, Rocco, Rocco, I don't have time for that this morning. We are completely full with telephone calls. We can deal with that on the night show or another day. But thank you, Pat. Do you want to respond before I go to Pamela in New Jersey? No, he's right. It's it's terrible, and it it needs to be exposed, and we need to full full transparency. I give you a lot of credit for stepping forward. Let's go ahead and see what Pamela in New Jersey has to say. Good morning, Pamela. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. You've got two sides to this. You've got the racketeering end of it, everybody involved, pay-to-play, quid pro quo. And then you've got uh, the comments about the whistleblower suffering. Well, the whistleblower has to file separately a whistleblower federal um, statute law again uh, about whistleblowing. That's that's his situation, and it's not healthy for him to be in that environment. And once he does that, he does not have to sit there and rot in that uh, situation anymore. And then the other uh, aspect is um, the, the racketeering aspect of how many people were taking la-di-da vacations in Italy under the supposed study of food programs. What a laugh. And that's been, that's been done a lot. We heard that during the pandemic where people took trips to Ukraine and all kinds of places. And that's done a lot in that's, the education. That's, that's, that's brilliant. And that's the last email I sent to the uh, FBI. This should be a RICO case. I told them I didn't. I never did a RICO case myself in the department. But this looks like, smells like, and walks like a RICO case. 
Wow. Hey, you, you know what, Pat? I, I may have to ask you. Thank you for the call, Pamela, too. I have so many topics to get to, but this is a, a very, very important one. And Pat Russo, the man that we're chatting with live right now, folks, please don't ever tell me that one person can't make a difference. So you had a whistleblower that goes to Pat Russo, retired NYPD detective. Pat Russo does not take no for an answer uh, from investigators. He goes directly after he's been rebuffed, rebuffed, rebuffed. He goes to the FBI. The FBI comes and interviews him the next day. Years later, the FBI brings the case, and just last week, the top food executive at the New York City Department of Education has been convicted of corruption and a number of officials after school kids in New York City were served in their in their chicken tenders, metal, plastic, and so on. I want you to hold on, Pat. Uh, we have a lot of calls for you. We do need to take a break. When we come back, we'll continue with your calls for Pat Russo here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. It's a special 4th of July. 77 WABC presents an all-American 4th. WABC. We are back. Dominic Carter here with you on this 4th of July. We are live. We are local. We are on it. On it. I'm in for Brian Kilmeade. We are talking to Pat Russo, who brought down with the feds, with the feds, the chief food person for the New York City Department of Education in a corruption scandal, Pat I'm going to have to ask you to please stand by after news because we have a lot of calls where people want to speak to you. And so is it possible you can stay with us for a few more minutes? Sure, but just a correction. The inspector is the one that came to me, so he's, right, he's the right, real right, hero right, in the situation. No, no, I, I got it. I got it. But without you, there's no FBI involvement. I mean, we can agree on that, right? Yep. Okay, so with, and without the FBI, these guys would still be doing what they were doing. Let's Which go. needs to be addressed because the SCI should have did their job and it would have never got to this point. Okay, so what agency did you just say? Special Commissioner of Investigation okay, for the okay. Department of Education. Okay, let's go to Bob in Yonkers. Good morning, Bob. What's on your mind? Anyone involved with contracts with the food situation should be looked at by the FBI, Pat. Well, Pat, your reaction well, well, there, there is a vetting system, but it's it's a it's it's not it's not good enough. Well, you, you have to go through a Vendex and everything, and and there is proper vetting. But when you're friends with the executive director of school food, things get overlooked. Pat, what what I find remarkable. Thank for thank you for that call, Bob. That one person in in the year 2015 to, to 2023, that one person worth millions of dollars of contracts could make these decisions and then start his own company supplying food to the school system when he makes the final decision. How in the hell could that happen? Right. And and if, if you sat through the trial, because I went every day to the trial, 
And, and I, I think, and I got to blame the news. The news should have been there every day reporting on this, that a, that a, a school food executive, like you said, in charge of hundreds of millions of dollars in, uh, in taxpayer money can have a piece of a business, 20% of a business that's doing business with the Department of Education. And the arrogance of that says the oversight is inadequate. There is, there, there's a bunch of gates there's a bunch of, of oversight, but it's not adequate. For 20 years of corruption to exist in the Department of Education, there's a problem. And, and it needs and, to be addressed. What, and what's scary to me, Pat Russo, we're just dealing with one issue, which happens to be food, which happens to be meat. There are so many contracts with the Department of Education. Let's go to Tony, Tony and Clifton. Good morning, Tony. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, gentlemen. Sergeant Russo, you know, my question for you is this this case is now sort of around this school food executive. And I wonder if you have a sense for how far up this goes, because there is a cover-up, which is stunning, and I really commend you for what you've done. How far up do you think this goes? There was a lot of doors closing when you did your, you know, when you did your inquiry. And so who do you think was closing all those doors to stop this investigation? Of course, if the special commissioner of investigations, it it's supposed to be an independent special commissioner of investigations. And Carmine, I don't know if you, um, Dominic, I don't know if you know when it became when they took the independence away from it. Right. Well, well do, do, do me a favor here. Tony, I want you to hold on. We are chatting live. We, we, we're chatting live with Pat Russo. We've got a break for news headlines on this July 4th. We're live. We're local. We're on it. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you. And for Brian Kilmeade, we're live, we're local, we're on it all day long on this July 4th. We are dealing with a major topic in terms of apparent ongoing corruption to the tune of millions at the New York City Department of Education. So we are talking live right now. We've asked him to stay over. We're talking live to Pat Russo, retired NYPD detective, who a whistleblower, who Mr. Russo just told us is being tortured, being forced to sit in a rubber room after exposing all of this corruption. Uh, Mr. Russo went to the FBI 
He would not take no for an answer. Local officials would not take on the case. He went to the FBI, and just last week, the FBI got convictions in the cases. The number one food person, Eric Goldstein, was convicted. Corruption, bribery, a number of officials. And um, Pat Russo, we were just talking to Tony in Clifton, uh, New Jersey. And I got to tell you, Pat, the reason, one of the reasons why I asked you to stay on, very important topic, and every phone line is completely booked as people want to speak to you. So, Tony, recap one more time. What was your question? And then Mr. Russo will try to answer it. Yes. Um, Sergeant Russo, you know, this is amazing because New York City is is the largest school system, not only in the United States, but in the world. And this is something that the, the, the United States in this country, we take children very seriously. So to think that this is going on, the one question that we all have is who was overlooking all of this? And you've done a really good job in telling us that it was Eric o- uh, Goldstein handles this. And my question is, when I look at the school system, I know the school system has a chancellor. His name is David C. Banks. And so ultimately, in order for the people in New York City to figure out who did this, you know, ultimately, he's going to have to ask the question, how far up do you think the cover-up is going? This is, this is really important, and, and I really want to commend you for what you're doing and for putting aside your life um, to, to take care of this. And thank you again. That, 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 thank you. And the problem is right now I'm an owner of a, of a business on uh, Utica Revenue, Chef Choice. I don't have investigative powers. If I had subpoena powers and I could dump phones and go up on wires for these people, I'm telling you I'd be able to figure it out. So that that's why you, you need – what needs to be addressed is why SCI, the Special Commissioner of Investigations for the Department of Education, and and Chancellor Banks just came into office. He needs to look into why SCI didn't do their job because if SCI does their job, we don't get to this point. Right. Well, do, do me a favor. now facing 20 hey, Pat, years in jail. It, it, yes. it, it, say with agencies so that everybody can follow. You keep saying SCI, but I don't think the average person the knows what you mean. Commissioner of Investigations for the Department of Education. They they are, if you, you everybody's familiar with internal affairs for the, for yes. the NYPD, yes. Yes. they are their internal affairs. You go to them with allegations of corruption and they're supposed to and and what they did was they when they interviewed me i was interviewed as a subject of the investigation i was not interviewed as a witness to the investigation or somebody or a complainant in the investigation and i know the difference being that i've done hundreds of interviews of complainants and, and perpetrators and, and for folks that may be just joining us, we're talking with Pat Russo. Whistleblower came to him. He's retired uh, Sergeant NYPD. And we're talking about the the meat that New York City school children have been served. The feds just got the convictions last week. I didn't say local prosecutors. I said the feds. So you know how serious this is. School kids were being served chicken tender 
tenders with metal in it, plastic, on and on and on. And, you know, Pat, I want you to, um, while we're still doing the top, I want you to tweet me those pictures so that I can retweet them. I'm at at Dominic TV so that people could see the type of stuff that kids, because I almost threw up when I looked at the videos that you sent me uh, this morning. Let's continue with the uh, telephone calls. Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind? Norman, go right ahead, please. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, please go ahead, Norman. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just, you know, concerned. You know, I have a five-year-old son going to kindergarten next year. You know, should parents be concerned? You know, what should they look for? Um, you know, do we know for a fact everything has been rectified? I'm pretty sure this is a concern among many parents in school right. system. And, 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 that's, and that's why I, I didn't want to alarm parents that are sending their kids to school and are fearful of their kids eating lunch in school. I'm telling you right now, if my grandkids were going to school, they would be eating school food. This was an incident where companies got through the system because they had an improper relationship with the CEO. Basically, in plain English, they were paying off the CEO to get their food items on the menu, and they, and they didn't go through a proper vetting process. But it's been rectified now, and you could... And you should feel safe having your kids go to school and eat lunch. Great, great question, Norman. As a parent, we wish your child much yeah, success. And, and, I, and I don't want to put the put the the whole city in 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 turmoil that nobody's going to eat lunch in school because that's a little. Eric Adams says it every day. That's some of the kids' only wholesome meal that they get a day, and they they need to get it. And there are checks and balances in place, but. When it comes to corruption, they need to do a lot better job. Well, they need to really do their job. Let, let's go to Kurt on Staten Island. Good morning, Kurt. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC on this July 4th. What's on your mind? All right. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Please go ahead. We have a lot of calls. Please go right ahead. Okay. All right. No, I, I wanted to say, you know, I, 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 oh, Pat Russo, I mean, he, this guy is great, man. You know, you were talking about how one person. Kurt? Okay. Kurt? It looks like Kurt is, is gone there. Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Yeah, there's something that's disturbing me is that uh, you, you say this one guy, there was one conviction, this one guy that got convicted is the CEO. Now, that sounds like it's, it's, it's the top and they can't go any further. Yet at the same time, there's repercussions on the whistleblower. No, he, said, he said he's like the CEO, but go ahead. Okay, I'm just wondering if the U.S. attorney is going to use his leverage in sentencing and get this guy to talk. I mean, that would be that would be really what what, what needs to be done because this guy's facing a lot of time. Why make him the only fall guy? Which I have a feeling they're going to do uh, when they can get uh, when they can expand their net much wider and use the leverage. And set, it doesn't pay to send this guy away for 20 years and let other people get away scot-free that are coming down on the whistleblower. That doesn't make sense. You're, you're a thousand percent correct. He and I'm is. Telling he you is correct. That, that I'm not going to allow that to happen. Whatever, whatever little power. And, that, and that's why I really wanted Dominic to, to put this out there, because I know people care about this. this. These are our taxpayer dollars. And more importantly, these are our children. And I knew it would touch a nerve. And and. And we can't allow whistleblowers to be retaliated, bona fide whistleblowers that are trying to do the right thing. 
we can't allow them to be retaliated against, or else, or else corruption will go on forever. It'll never be addressed. You know, it's uh, hey, Larry, you, you raised some excellent points there, Larry. Thank you for the telephone call on this 4th of July. It's ju- it's just amazing to me that one person, one person could make the call. First of all, Pat Russo, how many millions do you think we were possibly talking about? Ten, tens of millions of dollars. That have already been spent. Tens of millions of dollars. They were overspending. They were wow. overspending. And, 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 that, and that's why I said it's not over. There are other items and other bad wow. relati- relationships wow. with, uh, with manufacturers. Wow. That and, need and, to be and, and you talk about the goal for the lead person yeah, to then, to then start his own meat company and permit his own company to come into the business. That If that's not a conflict of interest, I don't know what is. And, and, and if there, there were no checks and balances, that he was able to get away with that. Let's go to Lisa in Teaneck, New Jersey. Good morning, Lisa, on this uh, July 4th. What's on your mind? Oh, good morning. Thanks for the call. I have a bit of information to support Mr. Russo's uh, studies and research. And it goes one step further about SCI, the uh, investigatory program for the Department of Ed. Okay, go right ahead, um, please. And with, yes, and with, I, I've had some myself some not good experiences okay, with them. please go uh, ahead. But, yes, yes. They, uh, they're the ones who people have want whistleblower status to protect them from retaliation. They're supposed to request it from them. Uh, last year I did this, went over their data and in the, in the 10 years before. Okay, Lisa, I, I, I have, I, wait, 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 Lisa, 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 I have a ton of telephone calls. You've got to get to the point. They are the only people, the director and who they've given whistleblower status to. I, I'm not okay. Thank you for the call. I, I understand okay, what you're saying. Saying. Okay, well, it, you please tell me what she's saying because I don't get it, it. It's rare for them to give whistleblower status. They don't want to do it because they they feel that it could be it could it could leave the city vulnerable for lawsuits. Mm. And I believe that's what she's trying to say. So it's rare that they give whistleblower status to a school food employee. They try everything, and this is coming from investigators within SCI. Hey, Pat Russo, have you ever worried about your own safety? You already mentioned tens of millions of dollars spent. You went to the FBI. You got the FBI with the whistleblower to investigate. Now they've got the corruption. uh, they got the convictions. Have you been concerned about your own safety? I'll tell you the truth. I'm I'm concerned about the the inspector's safety. I am a retired law enforcement. Oh, whoa, 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 wait, wait. Why are you concerned for the whistleblower? You said the whistle, the because, whistleblower because, safety. Like you said, p- people, people are facing heavy time in prison, and they've lost, they've, they've lost millions of dollars. I, I don't, I don't believe that we're dealing with criminals. We're not dealing with organized crime situation. We're dealing with white collar criminals. That's why I think that the FBI should pressure. Eric Goldstein to give up everything that was involved and give him give him a minimum sentence and let him do his time as long as he comes forward and exposes how it worked, how the corruption worked, and we could prevent it from ever happening again and put the proper proper doors in place that it could never happen again. Let's go to Gene in Brooklyn. Good morning, Gene. Happy Fourth of good July. Morning, Mr. Russo, I tell you, you're very good. My only problem is you laid out all the facts, everything else, 
is this going to be another Hunter Biden story we're going to hear about for years and nothing gets done? Dominic, only you can answer this because he came to you. Well, it, it, it didn't come to me. Um, it, Mr. Russo has been on this uh, issue for since I've known him. And uh, all I'm doing is is passing the information forward because it's extremely important for the public to be aware of this. Uh, go right ahead, Pat Russo. No, well, it's, it's, it's up to you, the public, to, to notify your local elected officials and say this is outrageous. We're not going to stand for it, and you need to do something about it. We have to make sure there is proper oversight for, for, for our taxpayer dollars and for people that are in charge of taking care of our children. Go to your local elected officials and and put them on the spot. They have to do it. This is their job. This is not... Pat Russo's job or the inspector's job or Dominic's job. These are the elected officials that are supposed to have oversight of these uh, organizations. Right. These and, government and, organizations. And, and, and just just for the record, Pat Russo, and thank, thank you. Hold on for a second, please. We still have a ton of calls for you. Um, I, I just want to say to those of you that are listening, I, I receive corruption complaints, allegations all the time. And sometimes what the difference is uh, in terms of, as you folks already know, once the feds get involved, it's a game changer. Once the feds take it on and because of Pat Russo, the feds took this on. But again, if you're just joining us, a lot of food will be served today. But what the school kids of New York City had to endure some, what they had to go through, the feds got the conviction just last week, the convictions, plural, uh, plastic and chicken, chicken tenders, metal, uh, uh, meatballs that was spoiled, chicken that was, I mean, it, it, Pat, I really want you to send me the pictures so I can tweet them out right away while you're still in the air. It looked like the chicken was so molded with green. It was absolutely disgusting. And this was being put on plates to some school children. We'll be right back live with Pat Russo in just a moment. It's a special 4th of July. 77 WABC presents an all-American 4th celebrating freedom on an American original. Love it, I love it. Dominic Carter here with you folks live on July 4th. Happy 4th of July. Make the best of the day, folks. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it with your family members and loved ones. I'm in for Brian Kilme. Good morning to you. Love this song. Love it. Love it. We're dealing with a serious matter. Stop in the name of love. Curtis Lewa, I know you're standing by to come on. Don't come over here messing with me, telling me I can't sing. I know how you feel. I get it. But it's the rhythm, man. I feel the rhythm. 
<laughs> we are talking, yeah, I'm laughing now, but we're dealing with a very serious topic. We're talking with Pat Russo, retired NYPD sergeant. A whistleblower comes to Mr. Russo, right? And the whistleblower claims that he's been abruptly sidelined, stripped of his duties, placed in a rubber room, right? He worked in the school food division after it emerged of pictures of the lunches that school kids were being served, chicken tenders with plastic, bones, metal, right? He had worked the whistleblower in the division for more than two decades. So the feds got the convictions, the feds, just last week. Pat Russo would not take no for an answer. He reached out to to uh, the feds. They came to him. The feds went forward with the case and millions of dollars exposed in, in corruption here. The feds got the conviction. Uh, those convicted are looking at 20 up to 20 years in prison. We're taking uh, a few more telephone calls. We're going to be switching gears uh, at about 1132. Let's go to Vito on Staten Island. Vito, what's your question for Pat Russo? How are you? How's everything? I'm also retired law enforcement. I would like to know if Mr. Russo would be willing to name the commissioners that were in charge of that office from the moment he started uh, making his complaints about the corruption. Commissioner Richard Condon. And and he's been around for a while, or he was right. around for a while. Hmm. Well, hmm. yeah, he was the. He's not the commissioner anymore, but he was there when. Well, he was there when I first approached him with corruption and verified all my allegations and ended up firing a uh, Department of Education executive. And he was there for the for the second time that I approached him years later. And I'm not sure what happened, but they refused to take the case. And if they did, Eric Goldstein probably would have got a slap on the wrist because they would have prevented him from getting fully engrossed in the corruption that led to his arrest and conviction. Okay, let's go to, thank you for that call, Vito. Let's go to Stu in Brooklyn. Good morning, Stu. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning, Dominic. Uh, two uh, questions for Pat. One, Pat, you know and I know there isn't a department in the city that isn't riddled with corruption, sanitation, building. Therefore, how do we get the uh, whistleblower, uh, whistleblower law tightened so people who are thinking about it have to watch their back more carefully. And second, where were the employees in the cafeterias who were supposed to be looking at this food? Well, the chicken, it was inside the tenders, so there was no way of uh, of them realizing that there were, there were products inside the tenders. But uh, as, far, as far as the whistleblower, you, you know what it is? Why there is retaliation against whistleblowers? Because it's usually embarrassing to the government when whistleblowers come forward. So, that, so that's why there needs to be some kind of well, well. There are numerous laws that protect whistleblowers, but they're not properly enforced, and that's why I cannot ever stop until this this whistleblower, this inspector, is made whole. So, so Pat, one more time here regarding the whistleblower. So these guys that have been convicted by the feds, they're looking at 20 years in prison. Correct. And you're telling me, I want to make sure I got this right, 
that the person that came to you exposing all of this, and thus you went to the FBI, this guy is in a rubber room every day, and they've stripped him of all his dignity and everything else. Correct, correct, and and, and that can't be allowed to stand. The guy that exposed this. The guy that exposed your children being given tainted food. They punished him because he embarrassed them. And as we speak, he's still in the uh, Board of Education rubber room. Correct. Wow. You know what? I, I'm trying to uh, to wrap this up. I'm going to extend a few more minutes, and then I'm going to switch gears, because as soon as I try to move on uh, from this topic, Pat Russo, the calls flood again with uh, questions for you. So let's see here. Let's go to uh, Bobby in the Bronx. Good morning, Bobby. What's on your mind? You're on Talk Radio 77 W. Oh, Bobby just went away. Let's go to Kathleen in Westchester. Good morning, Kathleen. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I was a school lunch director for 15 years. At one point, I served 5,000 meals in 18 different locations, so I'm pretty familiar with how it works. And the USDA donates food to the schools based on the need uh, through the, you know, through the program. And then the school has a responsibility to do the competitive bid system to get the food processed into the chicken nuggets, into the meatballs, because as we saw, the raw chicken is not good because the schools can't prepare it safely, unfortunately. So, and chicken nuggets is what kids know. Getting them to eat chicken legs is, you know, different if they don't know it, the way they will just eat a chicken nugget. Okay, fair enough. Uh, do you have a question for Mr. Russo? Um, oh, I'm curious where the competitive bid process was. This, 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 that, that, that was the problem. There was no competitive bid process. This was under a, a brand approval. In other words, and, and I'll tell you how to get around it because they tug at your heart. Um, the, the way he approached it was he put out uh, a request for proposals for antibiotic-free chicken. So all the big companies at the time weren't producing antibiotic free chicken and he that was his opening this company went and found a small inadequate inadequate company to service one million kids a day to service somebody to the size as a customer the size of the new york city department of education and and that's why the food was tainted because they were probably going 24 hours a day and they just couldn't meet the demand and and that was that was the problem well, Kathleen, thank you for the call. Pat, can you, is it possible? I, I know I keep asking. Yeah, can no, you, it's, uh, well, believe it or not, I'm at work. Okay. Cause when you're so, in the food business, you have to work. So, so you can hold on for one more yeah, segment. I could, I could. Okay. So we have a lot of calls for you. I'm going to go to Ina in Manhattan in just a moment, but for, and Steve in Brooklyn among the calls. But first on this July 4th, again, we're live, we're local, we're on it. Dominic Carter filling in for Brian Kilmeade. Curtis Lewa is all set and ready to go. He tells me I can't sing. So even though I like this song, I can't sing because Curtis tells me don't sing. Right? Curtis Lewa. Hey, Dominic.
A special 4th of July, 77 WABC presents an all-American 4th celebrating freedom on an American original. 77 WABC, all-American. to sing I, I you know I, I i would sing the song but curtis lee was coming up in just minutes and you know he's the man and he tells me i can't sing dominic carter in for brian Kilmeade, and we are d- dealing with a very very serious topic i don't think i've ever had a guest on for the entire time period the way i have today with pat russo because pat russo is somebody that gives to new york in more ways than one right he hasn't even discussed his the other hat that he wears, starting and running the Cops and Kids boxing program, saving a lot of kids that look like me from the streets in terms of being a role model for them. Right now, he's discussing live protecting all school children, just like his boxing program, but all school children as far as the meals that they receive in the New York City public school system, a man who oversaw food service for New York City schools, this has been under the radar, if you will, was convicted Wednesday in a bribery case that picked apart how chicken tenders are riddled with bone, bits of metal. This was served for months in the nation's biggest public school system. Absolutely disgusting. Let's, Pat, let's continue uh, with the calls for you. Are you still with me, Pat Russo? I am. Okay, great. Thank you, and thank you for all that you do. Let's go to Steve in Brooklyn. Good morning, Steve. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Two things. The whistleblower, uh, if you see something, say something, was partly supported by criminal white collars because it gave them the chance to find out who's squealing on them in advance and do something about it. The whistleblowers have to be kept far more secret from villains. That's part one. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. Before you go to the second point, let's have Pat respond to part one, Steve, of what you just said. Go ahead. You know what? That's scary. That's If that is true, and that seems to be the case a lot of the times, because whistleblowers, why are whistleblowers so terrified to come forward? Why does he come to me, an NYPD sergeant, a retired NYPD sergeant, and not go to the proper authorities? Because he had a feeling what would happen to him. And, 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 and that's why it's, it's so outrageous that... And, and I do. I, I, I feel horrendous. I feel responsible that this this young man, this this courageous young man, is sitting in a rubber room, his reputation destroyed, his career destroyed. Why? For doing 100% the right thing. What we want everybody in government, no matter what status you are, to do. If you see corruption, if you see a danger to our citizens, come forward and say something. It can't be allowed to stand and 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 i i know the man knows about this and i know he's monitoring it and he promises me that everything will be addressed 
but the investigation is ongoing, and and I'm and I hold them at his word. Okay, Steve. What was your second question for Mr. Russo? Big D, Department of Education scandal. I know of another one involving the same school at Lincoln Center. Okay, well, I don't think Mr. Russo can oh, answer I, that. I know. In the Department of Education is riddled with corruption. And it goes back to the chancellors, uh, even in the de Blasio administration. You're, you're a hero to me, Pat Russo. Um, and you are, as Dominic said, what one person can do to stand up against it is, is glorious. You're a gladiator for good. But unfortunately, there's a heck of a lot of uh, villainous armed people around. Pat, well, that, your that's reaction? Why we need, that's why we need the, the word to get out, that. When you see something, say something. It has to mean something. And, 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 Dominic, I know somebody that you and I both respect, Rudy Giuliani. Um, he said it years ago that the Department of Education is a giant black hole yes. that we just funnel money into. We just and, and shovel that's... money into, and it's because we hide behind. It's for the children. And, that's and if you when... don't agree... Right. And not for the children. And that's why when he said blow it up, I supported yeah. it. You know, let's 100%. let's before we take a commercial break, let's go to uh Dennis in New Jersey. Good morning, Dennis. What's your question for Pat Russo? Yes, good good morning to the great Dom. Yeah, good uh, Dom, in regards to what you're just discussing, I would say there had to have been hundreds of teachers that saw these kids eating this crap and maybe getting sick on it, and they didn't do a damn thing. And that's why probably nothing will get done until, and I hate to say this, Dominic, when some innocent black child chokes to death on a bone, then it'll be on the front page of the Post and somebody will do something. We need more people like you and Curtis Slewa in this world who do things about things. And that's my opinion. Okay, well, thank you for that, Dennis. Uh, now, Pat Russo, it, I, I'm not sure. Maybe you can correct me. I don't think teachers are in the lunchroom while kids are eating. Are they? Do you no, know? No, they're not. The school cafeteria workers. Right. So you you can't blame the teachers. Thank you for the call, ten no, Dennis. And I, and I don't blame the school cafeteria workers because they did come forward. They put in the complaints, and the problem is they weren't properly addressed. Bottom line, because the, the top guy, level. because the top guy that was just convicted of corruption was part of the scheme. Correct. Judy in Manhattan. Good morning, Judy. What's on your mind? Uh, yes, sir. I wonder if uh, Mr. Russo would uh, suggest that uh, some sort of a fund that people could uh, contribute to, including uh, uh, lawyers who could help with the legal defense uh, for whistleblowers. If something like that, I bet a lot of people would donate. That, that's that's very very nice of you. He does he does have an attorney, and I believe you know him, Arthur Idella. Yes, he's on the radio a lot. With yes, in the morning, a good man. Right, and he's doing it on a contingency basis, so he didn't take any any money from uh, the inspector. So he does he is represented by an attorney, but the wheels of justice, in especially in this city, grind very slowly. Indeed, that that is the case. Judy, thank you for the call. Ina, also in Manhattan. Good morning, Ina. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Thanks for taking my call. First, I want to say about the whistleblower who is in the rubber room. Can't he um, leave the jobs with pay? And uh, because that's 
that's not good for his mental mental no no it's not it's it, it's psychological torture and it's exact it's doing to him exactly what it intended to do to him to try to break him that he quits and and every day i got to talk him off a ledge that he can't quit he's got to go on he's got to fight because he's got a pension that he's got to worry about he's got to and he's got a, his health benefits that he's got to take care of his family so so they want him to quit. Trust me, that's what the, that's what their motivation is to get him to quit. But uh, he's 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 strong. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna stick it out until everybody's brought to justice and he's made whole. Ina, did you have a quick part two to that? Yes. What I'm saying this this lunchroom um, thing been going on a long time. My son and and my daughter. I have four kids. I had was to give them lunch, lunch pan and lunch, lunch um, every day. But when they reach like high school, then I allow to bring lunch. So they don't have no lunch because they wouldn't eat the food. It was so awful. And secondly, right. I, I'm sorry, Ina, so I, 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 I'm late for a break, Ina. I, I do apologize. See, but, but we're not just talking about food that's awful. We're talking about food that has metal, plastic, all types of uh, rotten, nasty food that taxpayers are paying for. And I didn't mean to cut you off, Ina. It's just that I've got to toss to a break. We will wrap this up with Pat Russo in just a moment. Corruption in the New York City public school system on this July 4th. Don't tell me one person can't make a difference. In this case, the whistleblower made a difference. He's being tortured now. The whistleblower goes to Pat Russo, retired NYPD sergeant. Russo will not take no for an answer. He reaches out to the FBI. Last week, the FBI, the feds, got the conviction. It's a special 4th of July, 77 WABC presents an All-American 4th. When the night has come. And the land is dark And the moon is the only light we'll see No, I won't be afraid Oh, I won't be afraid Just as long as you stand Stand by me So darling, darling, stand by me Stand by me. So what, Curtis Lewa? I get it. I'm singing the song. So what? Cut me a break, Curtis Lewa. Curtis is standing by. This guy has done like 80 hours of radio in the last five hours. <laughs> and he's all excited to come back right now for his noon show, his daily show, Rip and Read. It's coming up, Curtis Lee. we are wrapping up our conversation with Pat Russo, retired NYPD sergeant. A whistleblower comes to him, and Mr. Russo 
goes to the feds after he was turned down by local officials. And just on Wednesday, the feds got the conviction in the case regarding food that our school kids have been served. They were giving them rotten chicken, bad chicken, chicken with plastic, chicken with metal, all corruption. And the lead official, Eric Goldstein, the U.S. attorney in Brooklyn says, and I'm quoting here, Eric Goldstein got what he wanted. He cashed in the power and the resources and the influence of his office to enrich his self. Pat, let's go, uh, let's go back to the, uh, telephone calls. Pete in Manhattan. Go right ahead, Pete. Hey. Uh, Dominic, incredible show today. Incredible show. Uh, Officer Russo, how do we help the guy in the rubber room, the whistleblower? And who is they that's keeping this guy trapped in this torture chamber? The law department of the Department of Education. Okay. Just what, send money to? Okay. And there's names on that, right? But no, no, okay. I, I don't have an avenue to get, and I'm sure he would appreciate it, but he didn't do it for any monetary gain. He did it because gotcha. it was the right thing to do, and thank God that his lawyers handling the case on a contingency basis because there's no way he'd be able to afford an attorney to handle this case because the, the Department of Education has unlimited resources and money, all money, that they would be able to fight him. Um, Russo, you're a baller, just an absolute baller. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you you heard it there, uh, Pat Russo, and it's correct. Let's go to uh, Tony on Long Island. Tony, good morning. What's on your mind? Dominic, does the mayor and the AG, are they aware of this situation? Pat? The mayor is aware of this situation, and he promises that he's going to, it's going to be addressed at the proper time, and the AG, meaning Letitia James? Yes. Letitia James was the public advocate that we went to, and she is aware of it, and she needs to address it. So wait, 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 wait. Hold on one second, Tony. That That's a whole other can of worms. So you went to Letitia James when she was the public advocate? I, told, I was introduced by, I don't know if you know, Bill Farrell was the the reporter for the Daily News, the civil service reporter, he introduced me personally. We went up there, me and the inspector together, to her office as the public advocate, and she got on the phone immediately with SEI and demanded that they open up the investigation into, but into then, our allegations. But, but then what happened after that? Then, then SEI kind of shoot-canned the case. And and I have an and and I really uh, she she now she's the attorney general and she I don't know in her capacity as attorney general that this falls under her. Well, I guess of it does. It Any does. kind of corruption within New York State should. Okay, so of Tony, it does. go go right yeah, ahead, Tony. No, yeah, and, and 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 she should. She should, Dominic. Yeah. She should be given a call and say, "What are you doing about this?" Dominic, she should be removed from office immediately. And, uh, and then maybe should have a press conference tomorrow morning. Hmm. Well, Tony, we, we thank you for the call. So, Pat Russo, we, we have about two minutes left. Let's go full circle, full circle here in terms of folks that may have just turned on their radio on July 4th. 
what happened here. We know that the school kids were served horrible chicken tenders with plastic, with metal, uh, meatballs that were absolutely, I mean, it looked like it had been corroded for months, and they actually served the kids this stuff. So let's go full circle. The feds got the convictions. What happened here? Well, due to inadequate supervision and oversight of taxpayer dollars, um, a school food executive was allowed to run his own, I guess, Ponzi scheme and bring his friends in to serve uh, food to the kids, take payoffs, and put. And they were inadequate supplies of food and put our kids at risk. And in the process, stole tens of millions of dollars of taxpayer dollars. And I think the big, the big takeaway is is inadequate oversight. But as far as I'm concerned, the buck has to stop with the chancellor. I mean, what what are you? No, it I know, does. It does. What, what, what are you the doing? At the time was Karina uh, Farina Farina right. Chancellor Farina and. Now that uh, that that was uh she was under De Blasio, right? De Blasio. Wait, oh, that that says it all. Place. That says it all right there. Under De Blasio, <laughs> oh. Adams found out about it when he came into office. Now it's up to him to address it, to clean up the mess that he put us in for the eight years. That right, he right, office. right. And and what I say to folks: remember the commercials. De Blasio puts his son out with his afro. I've had the conversation with my son about the police, encountering the police. You folks went for the okie doke. You voted for him, and this corruption happened under Bill de Blasio. Pat 100%. Russo, thank you. Thank you very much, man, for what you do in terms of exposing this corruption. Thank you for working with the kids with boxing. I will be in touch. Dominic Carter in for Brian Kilmeade on this July 4th. The man, he's standing by, ready to go. Curtis Lewa, Curtis Lewa, don't sing, Dominic. Coming up right now, Talk Radio 77, WABC.